0: More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Renegade Talk Radio in Boston. Sit down and shut the fuck up or leave. Because honestly, I don't fucking want to be here today. But management has decided that they don't give a shit about what I think or how I feel. So this show's dedicated to them. And I just want to start off with a nice, warm, fuck you. Today, the leather is on, the whips are out, and I'm in full femdom mistress mode. In case you forgot who I am, I am the Boston single girl, Kenzie Vixen, and this is Vixen's View, where I get to share all of the filthy thoughts in my head about dating, sex, and love with all of Renegade Nation. And speaking of the dirty, kinky thoughts in my head, if you're looking for a little BDSM play of your own, Check out our sponsor, Adam and Eve. They have a special deal for Renegade Nation. Use offer code BABE69 and get one item in the store, 50% off. And as a very special thank you, you'll also get free shipping, free DVDs, three of them, for added pleasure, and a free gift from Renegade, because they care more about you than they do about us. Just remember to use the offer code BABE69 when you check out to get this deal. Again, use the offer code BABE69 and enjoy. All right. Since I'm being forced to sit here and talk to you fuckers today, let's make this interesting. We're going to play a game of Mistress Says. Ready? Good. What about your wiener? You heard me. Do it. You probably already had your dick in your hand when you started listening, didn't you? Now, I want you to take a good look at your meat stick. Really examine it thoroughly. Doesn't matter if it's small or flaccid, or if you have a semi just listening to me order you around, or if it's a wrist thick monster. But if it is, definitely tweet me. I want you to really admire your shaft. You're feeling pretty good about your man-meat right now, aren't you? Sitting there, looking down at it. Bet you're feeling pretty confident about that epic schlong. So confident, in fact, that you want to capture your cock in all its amazing glory. Go ahead. Take out your phone. Snap that picture. You know you want to. After all, your dick is so amazing, it has a cape coming off of it, right? Or at least it should. It's so fucking spectacular, you have to share it. Women love dick pics, right? Get the fuck out of here. Are you fucking kidding me? What, do you all think because Anthony Weiner did it then the whole male population should do it too? Didn't your mother ever teach you not to follow the person who jumps off the bridge? What the fuck is wrong with you? I love love cock i like to lick it suck it fuck it pull it out to suck it and then fuck it again but i do not i repeat do not want to open my phone or email and see a picture of your fucking dick but let's talk about anthony wiener sending wiener pics out to women who weren't his wife shall we For those of you that live in a fucking cave and don't know who Anthony Weiner is or what he did with his penis, well, maybe you should consider yourself lucky. The married former congressman and mayoral candidate admitted to sexting a number of women, which in idiot speak means that he sent dick pics to women who weren't his wife. Bad, Mr. Weiner. When this story broke, it caused a shitstorm of a debate over whether or not sexting and other forms of non-physical communication can be categorized as cheating. And since this subject hits so close to home for me that I could be sitting on its face right now, I'm going to give you the no bullshit answer to that is it or isn't it cheating question. I'm going to make this very fucking simple so that every fucktard can understand. Ready? Ready? Anything you do behind your partner's back without their consent is cheating, you fucking moron. If you're hiding or deleting texts, pictures, emails, or phone calls, you're cheating. If you're sneaking around having conversations either by text, email, phone, or fucking carrier pigeon, that are of a sexual or emotional nature, you're cheating. And this isn't just my fucking opinion. Every newspaper, marriage counselor, talk show host on the planet has been saying the same thing. A psychologist named Sharon uh, Karen Sherman, who agrees that sexting counts as cheating, says that it crosses boundaries and challenges trusts. And she says it's actually more serious than infidelity. I actually agree with that. I would almost rather you stick your dick in someone else than sending them the picture of your dick in me. And author Nina Atwood who wrote the book Temptations of the Single Girl, The Ten Dating Traps You Must Avoid, said, if you believe in monogamy and expect your partner to be monogamous, it crosses a sexual and emotional boundary that is very uncomfortable for the other person. She says that since it involves a recipient, it's a way of being sexually intimate with another person, and it's cheating. Later, about salvaging the relationship, she says that if you settle for this kind of relationship and you don't try to stop him or her, you can probably coexist. However, you probably won't get your needs met and eventually you'll tire of the one-way street. Abso-fucking-lutely. If one person is trying to maintain a committed relationship and stay loyal to that person and the other person is sneaking around, that's a one-way street. That means only one person is really in that relationship and the other person doesn't give a fuck. In an article that was published by Psychology Today, Susan J. Elliott said, Your relationship should be a place where you find comfort and peace. Everyone has the right to go to sleep at night and not worry that their partner is in the next room playing virtual footsie with some internet hottie or texting random photos of their genitals. We all deserve to be treated with respect and care. I think the main word in that entire quote is Respect. If you don't respect the person that you're with, why are you with them? And just to clear things up, going behind your your significant other, whether that's your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your whatever you call each other, going behind that person's back and texting or emailing or having a conversation with, whether that's on the phone or whatever it is, going behind your partner's back and doing something means that you don't respect them. You have no respect, not for them and not for your relationship. So get the fuck out. Just leave. Have the balls to just walk away. So I want to know what you think about this. Is sexting whether it's texts, emails, pictures, whatever. Is it cheating? I want you to tweet me at Boston, B-O-S-T-N, single girl, and give me your two cents. And now that I've let off a little steam, I'm going to go change into my stilettos, because when I come back, it's all about swinging. Fellas, are you looking
0: to spice things up in the bedroom? So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Give 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code B-A-B-E-69 at adamandeve.com. We don't sugarcoat shit. (laughs) This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: All right, you perverted fuckers. Welcome back to Vixen's View on Renegade Talk Radio, Boston. So, a while back, I was in the chat room of a radio show, and the topic of swinging came up, and whether or not swinging is just permission to cheat. Now, my answer, of course, is hell fucking no. But I was curious what others thought. So, as listeners called in or spoke up in the chat room, they questioned whether couples who swap partners are swingers or cheaters. So, of course, I had to enter my two fucking cents. (laughs) None of these people were speaking from experience. It was just their judgmental fucking opinions about other people's fucking habits based solely on opinion, not fact, and I felt the need to educate them. So, What is swinging exactly? Well, swinging refers to a lifestyle where couples openly and with the consent of their partner engage in sexual activities with other people. Everything from watching or being watched to having sex with someone who isn't your partner and everything in between. It's not cheating. Cheating is doing something with someone behind your partner's back without their knowledge or consent. And just so we all are clear on what consent means, it means permission that they know and they approve. Doing things that you wouldn't do right in front of your partner's face. Those things are cheating. Swinging is a recreational activity that couples participate in together. Do you cheat with your partner? I don't fucking think so. So, why swinging? Well, why the hell not? (laughs) If you're sexually adventurous and you have sexual fantasies that require more than just you and your partner, a swingers club or a party is the safest place to play out those fantasies. Do you have a voyeuristic fantasy that just can't be fulfilled by watching porn? Do you have fantasies about having sex in public? Maybe about being watched. Maybe a threesome's more your speed, or group sex of some sort. Maybe, you know, you're Caucasian, and you, you know, you're, you're with a guy who's also white or with a girl who's also white and you want to experience somebody of a different race or ethnicity and you never have. Maybe, you know, you want to explore your bisexual fantasies. Whatever the reason, being among like-minded people in a safe environment where you're free to openly explore your sexuality and your desires is not sleazy, and it's not wrong, and it's not cheating. I'll admit that the first time I attended a swinger's party, I had no idea what to expect. I was very excited at the possibilities. Um, At the time, I was dating a guy that I refer to as Mr. DJ, and As his name suggests, he is a DJ. And he was DJing this party that was thrown um, by friends of a friend of his. He was very vanilla. And by vanilla, I mean uh, boring. (laughs) That's the only way I can describe it. He was not comfortable with this lifestyle at all. And I was completely fascinated and intrigued by all of it. The party portion of the night was just like any other party or nightclub scene. Scantily clad women, well-dressed men, great music, bartender serving up drinks, and lots of dancing and flirting. His problem was he wanted me to sit right next to him at the DJ booth all night long. And I'm very social, so... I wanted to go and have fun and enjoy and meet people and dance. and So this first party was an eye-opening experience for me because as I did, you know, every few minutes or so venture off a little bit and get to meet some people, for the first time in my life, I felt like I was among people who weren't judging me for being me open-minded, sexually charged, and an exhibitionist. I mean, I really am. I was finally around a group of people who let me be me, who let me fly my freak flag, and better yet, who shared my open-mindedness. I felt that I was finally among people that I could truly be myself with, without fear, without prejudice. It was fucking fantastic. So, where it was all the sex. Well, that happens at the after party. See, the initial party portion is, is pretty much a meet and greet. It's just a way to meet other like-minded people in a fun, relaxed atmosphere. It's very much the same way that singles meet at a bar. The after party, now that is where the sexcapades begin. Now, obviously... I had to ditch Mr. DJ because when he was so fucking vanilla that he'd get mad at me for walking around my own house naked. I mean, this guy had some serious fucking issues. So, of course, when I stripped down at this party and jumped in the hot tub with seven women, he had a little bit of a problem, let's just say. So we ended things. And since that initial party, I have gone to parties as a single girl or a unicorn, as single women are referred to in the lifestyle, because it is very rare to find a single female who swings. And for the ladies listening, as a single female at a swingers party, the world is your oyster. You can pretty much have any couple, any guy, or any girl that you want at the party Personally, I loved that power. So there I was, exploring the swinging lifestyle as a swinging girl, and bam, I met someone new. Luckily, not only was he open-minded, but he admitted that he had been involved in the lifestyle a little bit in the past. So that was perfect. But I wasn't sure how to integrate the two. I certainly wasn't ready to give it up. Nor should I have to. The very few people in my life, the ones who weren't judgmental assholes, asked why I couldn't just give it up. Why did I have to keep going to to swingers' parties and clubs and... Well, how is that fucking fair? Like, shouldn't I be allowed to be 100% myself in a relationship? And not to mention, it wasn't a quote-unquote relationship yet. We were just... We don't know what we were, but being involved with swingers clubs has allowed me to explore sexual fantasies that I've never had the opportunity to explore. I suppressed these things most of my adult life, and I'm not putting them back in the closet. I want to be free to be me, and anyone who's going to be with me has to accept all of me, or get the fuck away from me. Most of the couples that I've met through clubs are happily married couples who like to fuck other people or see their spouse please or be pleased by someone else. Not every couple who swings does it just to have sex with someone else. A lot of people are in the lifestyle because it's like watching live interactive porn. You can smell the sweat in the juices you can cheer them on and give directions or you can stand there play with yourself and watch get horny as hell and then go fuck your partner every couple i know in the lifestyle has their own perverted reasons for being there their own set of rules and their own definition of what constitutes cheating Some couples are there just to watch or to be watched, and that's enough for them. Some couples are there for full swap, which means that each person in the couple has their partner's permission to have sex with someone else. And even then, there are some rules where, you know, same room, different room, there's a lot of different, every couple has to make their own, their own guidelines, some couples play it by ear and discuss it on a person-by-person basis or a couple-by-couple basis, depending on how they feel. So, what are some of my rules? Well, the first rule is that I'm in charge. Always. If I say no, it's no. And this plays into some of mine and my current partner's sexual fantasies, though, because he, he likes when I'm dominant and he's submissive. He's my good little cucky. The next rule is that we stay in the same room. Neither one of us goes off on our own because it just feels sneaky. Plus, we just both like watching. We're into that kinky shit. Our third rule has changed. It used to be that we were only permitted to engage in soft swap. And what that means is pretty much all sexual activity, including oral play, but not including actual sexual intercourse, so no penis in vagina. But we've changed that since. We've had threesomes, foursomes, full swap, and like I said, he's my he's my obedient little cucky. He's my cuckold. And I have made him sit there and watch in a cock cage, while I get fucked well. So when is it cheating and when is it swinging? If you're making plans to meet someone outside of your relationship and your partner has no idea, then you're planning to cheat. If you're doing something with someone else behind your partner's back without their knowledge or consent you're cheating. If you're not in an open relationship, but you're acting like you are, you're cheating. Swingers are not cheaters. Swingers are engaging in sexual activity with their partner's consent and usually with their partner presence. Now, swinging isn't for everyone and I don't recommend that everyone with unfulfilled sexual fantasies go out and join a swingers club. Please, don't. Swinging in the confines of a committed, trusting relationship can enhance your personal sex life and can enhance the intimacy between the two of you because you're sharing this secret world with each other that very few people, if any, are privy to. Now, that's not to say that if you're single, some swinging swinging clubs do allow singles. I had the benefit of being able, especially as a single female, to join some of those. It's a little bit harder for single men. However, if you're looking to explore unfulfilled fantasies as a single person, this is a safe environment to do that it's a lot safer than going on Craigslist. Um, So I would definitely recommend that you search your local area for swingers clubs or try SLS, which is Swing Lifestyle. It's a great kind of like an online dating avenue. But you should never, ever, ever force your partner, if you're in a relationship, into this lifestyle. And you should never agree to participate if you're unsure or uncomfortable. And especially if there's drama in your relationship already, don't bring it. Don't try swinging to save your relationship. But if you're both willing and curious, by all means, explore away. Maybe I'll see you at the next party. This has actually been pretty therapeutic, so maybe I won't tell management to suck my clit for forcing me to come on today. I hope you're all getting fucked and sucked as much as possible, and I hope you're talking about every nasty detail, too. It's time for Mistress to put away the whips and the handcuffs, clean the wet spots off the seat, and strut away in my stilettos, leaving you thirsty and aching for more. I love hearing from my dirty listeners, so if you ever want to reach out and touch me with your words, you can head over to my website, bostonsinglegirl.com, or you can follow my kinky adventures on Twitter at Boston, B-O-S-T-N, Single Girl. And of course, if you found this episode to be pleasurable, be sure to come again and again right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Until then, my dirty little listeners, XOXO.